The Tournament of Champions continues here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt Durling and Chris Decker hanging out with you for week number two. Number two. Of, of the Tournament of Champions. The first round match between Joe Sposo and Radley Belmont has now ended, but we're recording while it's still going. So to find out who the winner is, go to our Twitter at the A-Show on CKCC and see if Joe or Rad advance to round two. Yep. I was gonna say, I was like, I was like, should we do like a, like a overdub of it? But then I'm like, no, because by the time this goes up, we still won't know the, we still don't know who won. So yeah, let's just go to the Twitter and find out. Yeah. And that brings us to the second first round matchup. And tonight we have a battle of two men who were in the same place for the same event. And that event being when Chris Decker left Wade Kruger to die. To die. In a, in a pile of broken table. Yeah, another reason I don't want Chris uh, selling my show. <laughs> Whoa. So, one of the men is, of course, Wade Kruger, the number seven seed in the tournament. Welcome to the show, Wade. Thank you. I had a sweet tie with Rad. Uh, an undeserving tie. I, I created the most unreal WCW show to ever exist. Here's... <laughs> Yours was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I, I out Vince Russo Vince Russo and booked Vince Russo while doing it. I just I had to mute myself because I was while I was uh, laughing. I just had I got into a terrible coughing fit just remembering the card. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was a thing. We'll just leave it at that. And Wade's opponent here tonight, the number two seed, who was in the front row when Chris Decker left Wade Kruger to die in a pile of broken table from the recently rebranded We Need Wrestling podcast, as well as the only podcast you will ever hear about the not-so-hit sitcom Wings, Wings on Wings, The Dooge. Welcome, DJ. How are you, everybody? Are you cracking open a seltzer? I cracked open a dude wiser, yes sir. Grapefruit Wegman Seltzer right here. <laughs> um, if you don't listen to We Need Wrestling, formerly the Wednesday Night War podcast, it is the unofficial, not at all sponsored by Wegman's podcast of Wegman Seltzer. Someday. One day they're going to give us that sponsorship, and I'm going to drink at, at minimum two seltzers a podcast until they give it to us. <laughs> I actually had a conversation with somebody. Uh, over Mania weekend, I was like, yeah, we're, we're doing a show tomorrow. And, uh, one of the guys hosts a podcast is called the Wings on Wings, which led to a 20 minute conversation about wings. And I'm like, how does so many people know about wings? And I don't like, I uh, just never watched it. We have, we have fans that, uh, are, uh, we've gotten complaints that our show isn't enough about wings, the TV show. <laughs> uh, and that we, uh, we don't treat it with the respect that we're, that we should. Cause, and, uh, and I would, I was about to say, how do you even have a 20-minute conversation about wings? <laughs> uh, it's easy because five minutes of it is talking about the wing sauce that we're eating. Uh, so the premise is we're eating wings while talking about the TV oh, no. show wings. I meant this person who was talking to Decker who just came up uh, and was like, I'm going to talk about the show wings for yes. 20 minutes. Oh, man. I was like, how in the fuck do you know this much about it? He's like, yeah, they hang out like an airport and stuff. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, literally all I knew is that Wings would be on at like 10 a.m. on USA Network on like a Saturday before Mania was on. Like, that's all I knew. It yeah, ran like, like, it'd be like, like it ran, gag. Yeah. Ran like 172 episodes. It's, what? uh, oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hold the phone. Wings, Wings was a, was a hit, uh, in the very early 90s. Uh, I, I don't know why, but we, we talk about it and, uh, we watch it and it's, 
literally something. Literally, all I know about Wings is that Tony Shalhoub was in it. Eventually, yes. He's not. If you're listening to the show, he's not there yet. Um, I think it's season three that he jumps in. Yeah, that's so, all. I- yeah. The only thing I remember from the sitcom Wings is a long-running joke between myself and my sister where there's an episode after they get married and they go to have their house built, and the architect designs them a house that looks like the number seven. Mm. So it's a later season episode, obviously. Yeah. It's done a lot. It crossed over with Cheers in, like, the first season. Uh, It's uh, a spinoff? No. Nope. Uh, (laughs) Cliff and Cliff and uh, Norm just show up to go drinking on Nantucket Island. It, it was it was the original MCU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that's just from the era of shows. Like I was born in '88, so it's the era of shows of that were like on reruns at USA, like on USA when I was like growing up right. with like Coach and Jag. I would watch Coach. Coach is fun. Yeah. It's just it's it's a little just like slightly before my time. The new podcast we're going to do is I'm going to do is going to be uh, Sandwiches with the Steve Harvey Show. We're just okay. discussing yeah. all the great WB sitcoms like the Wayne okay. Brothers and Nick Inferno Licensed Teacher. Uh, not to completely hijack this very wrestling-oriented podcast, but we do have other things lined up like Nachos and Night Court uh, oh, and, and uh, Meatloaf on Meatloaf, where we eat meatloaf and break <laughs> down uh, the three Bad Out of Hell records. <laughs> Are you going to have Kev on when you do the episode about Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Uh, for the one person that listens to this that gets that joke, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if any if anyone ever decides to do, like, burgers and Boy Meets World, you know, just let me know. Oh. I'm, I'm in for that. Can we, can we mend our fences talking about that? Like, because I could talk Boy Meets World all day. I've, uh, I've referenced it. it. It's one of those shows that, like, I see people in things. And I'll be like, I know that person from somewhere, and it'll be from an episode of Boy Meets World, like ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, like Adam Scott, like he was, uh, he was Griff. Griff. Literally everyone ever has been an episode. I swear, it's like there's there's always a one show you've watched way too much of where you're like, I know that person, and you look it up, and they're like, oh, they were an episode of that. For my girlfriend, it's Will and Grace. For me, it's Boy Meets World. Well, I mean, Leslie Stacchino. Everybody knows who Leslie Stacchino was, right? Yeah, he, he's also. Vader. Also, Frankie Stacchino Sr., depending on what season he appeared. And uh, the great Joey the Rat Epstein, who, oh, went, yeah. on to be, who went on to be a member of uh, indie, oh. indie super oh. band, uh, Vilo Kiley. That's right. Yes. That was like, <laughs> shit. I was like, I know he, he started on, on Salute Your Shorts, but then he like right. was in a famous yeah. indie band. I was like, it was like not Interpool. No, what was it? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that's my wheelhouse. All of this infinitely more interesting than the subject matter that we're going to be drafting today. How sure. dare you? I agree. Yeah, no, but you're right. That's that's absolutely true. <laughs> because tonight, Decker decided. Because again, Decker picked all these promotions. I figured out the seating. Decker figured out the promotions, and Decker threw you guys a curveball in round one. <laughs> hey, man. This man threw us like a gyro ball or a splitter. This is a knuckleball. If ever I've You're, seen one. Be happy you didn't get first round TNA 2003. Like that's going to be tough. That's no. Uh-uh. At least there's a guy in T- guys in TNA that can cut promos. Whoa. That's some blatant disrespect for Lobo. Uh, yes, How dare you? Right. <laughs> so yeah. 
2000 CZW is where we're at tonight for round one, match two, in the 2-7 matchup. And for those of you who have not listened to the show before, first and foremost, thank you for listening. You're probably very confused as to why you are joining in the middle of a tournament, but we welcome you regardless. Um, This is the tournament where we take all the winners from the first season and match them up against each other and give them promotions like 2000 CZW to draft from. Wade will draft first as the lower seed, and they will take turns, Wade and and DJ, until they both feel that they have built a sufficient 2000 CZW card. We'll take a break, they will build their cards, we'll come back, and they will discuss them. Now, I will act as the moderator, and Decker will act as the fact checker. We are not actually drafting during the tournament, we will resume our drafting when we get back into season two. By the way, uh, congrats to Irish Kev for winning uh, episode one of season two with his not as wacky as AJ's, but still kind of wacky 1998 ECW card. AJ's was trounced. <laughs> like, nope, like one person voted for it. I was like, wow. I was highly entertained by it. Oh, yeah. When he had uh, Nicole Bath throw Terry Funk off the Eagle's Nest. (laughs) I voted for Kev twice because of that. (laughs) Because AJ had Nicole Bath throw Terry Funk. Yes. (laughs) I don't think I've ever laughed as hard at at a card that we've had um, uh, on this show. Well, strap in, Matt. Strap in. It's about to get weird. Oh, oh yeah. Um, with that weirdness, we will have, of course, in round seven, the wild card, where you can pick anyone that wrestled in the year 2000. You can draft a champion with their belt, and that takes that belt off of the draft board, and you can draft people together, but they must be used together. So, with that said... This, unfortunately, is not a Boy Meets World or Night Court podcast. It is 2000 CCW. So let's get on with it. Wade, you are up. Okay. So I have the first pick right here. I'm taking a four-man team. Oh, my God. Um, If that doesn't give you an idea of what event I'm running, then I... I, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, My first... My team... Team CZW will be Zandig, Sick Nick Mondo, Lobo, and Wife Beater. Heavy hitters right out the gate. So, Lobo, Zandig, Mondo. Yep, and Wife Beater. And Wife Beater. I'm just making notes on my list here. All right. So we throw it to Dooge for his first round pick. Well, I mean, that's half the roster. You could bl- you could blame Decker for this. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. All right, well that uh, that severely messes me up. Uh, to be honest, the guy I wanted the most, and I think it's the rightful thing, is Zandig, uh, the only guy who could talk. And I now have a whole uh, full page, three paragraph Zandig promo that will never will go unheard. <laughs> oh no, you can still say it after oh, we're all done I, here. I want to hear it. Uh, and you shouldn't have t- taken him then. Uh, yes. But with my first pick, then, I will take Justice Payne with the CZW Heavyweight title. All right. All right. Wade, you're up. Okay. I will then take, uh, with my second pick, 
the Haas brothers with the tag titles. That was a great find, seeing that the Haas brothers were there. I mean, I'm a JPW guy, so of course I'm going to know the Haas brothers, where they came from. Okay, uh, my second pick, I will take uh, Nate Hatred with the Iron Man Championship. Oh, and with Dewey Donovan as his manager. All right, with Dewey. Will he be wearing his awesome Do the Do jacket? Uh, he will also have the Do the Do briefcase, yes. <laughs> okay, then I will take... Hmm, I will take the tag... Um, to use as a tag team, the tag team of uh, Ryuji Ito and Daisuke Sakamoto. Does that throw a kick at your planner, dude? No. All right. What, uh... I'm trying to think who Daisuke Sakamoto is. If it's the guy I'm thinking of. He's a... Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, he debuted in 99. I was like, I thought that guy was much younger. But, all right. I saw him on the list, and I was like, dude, that guy is is a – he was a beast, and he's a beast now. For sure. All right, uh, uh, my next pick, I'm taking uh, the Backseat Boys. Okay. They'll also be managed by Dewey Donovan, but I already have them, so it doesn't matter. Nice. Okay, with my next pick, I will take uh, Rick Blade with the Junior Heavyweight. Title. Rick Blade. Where you had on my list? Um, Rick Blade. Oh, He's all the way a, up there. Right under Big Mac Smack. Um, <laughs> you guys are not giving this roster enough credit. This is this is a this is a pretty intriguing draft so far. I don't think so, we could have done it with three people, but, but no. no, absolutely not. So with my next pick, just so he doesn't get taken, uh, I am taking the Rock and Rebel. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. You have them. <laughs> <laughs> Very important to my show. Um, with my fourth or fifth pick, right? Fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take the team of Nick Gage and uh, June Kasai. Oh, nice. Uh, with my fifth pick, I'm gonna take. Uh... Jeez, taking all the teams, taking a lot of people off the uh, off the list early here. Uh, Madman Pondo. All right, we go to round six, so one more until we hit the wild card. Yeah, and I mean, I apologize. I'm sure Matt could be like, Matt will understand that I'm taking a lot of teams because if there's one thing I do know, it's tag team wrestling. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, I wasn't like, I can't. I know I can't run a crazy, insane deathmatch show, so let's take some tag teams. And uh, the nice thing it. about CZW's roster is once you get rid of, like, the top four guys, most of them are faceless. Uh, <laughs> so. Is Derek Frazier on the list? Um, I don't think so. So, with my sixth pick, I will take uh, Reckless Youth. Ooh. Actually, next on my list. Super underrated oh. wrestling. Surprised it lasted this long. Me too. Oh man! All right. Um. Well, with my next pick, I am taking Ian Rotten. Uh, now we get to seven. This is the wild card round, right? Yes, it is. Oh my god! I think I know what you're gonna do. Uh, do you? <laughs> I think I do. What do you think I'm gonna do? Because I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> Uh, well, are you going to pick the opponents for the your first pick? Yes, I am. Ah, yes! <laughs> Do you want me to say it? With, with my wild card pick, I will be taking Val Venus, the good father, Bull Buchanan, 
<laughs> and Stevie Richards with Ivory right to censor. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. <laughs> Bet you can't guess what I'm doing with my show. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh boy. Is it my turn? Yes, yeah. it is. With my wild card pick, I will be picking Kevin Nash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to say, I had a lot of ideas for the wild card, and Kevin Nash wasn't one of them. <laughs> I had one idea for the wild card, and it's only Kevin Nash. <laughs> I live on a very strong philosophy of if your show has Kevin Nash, it's immediately better. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I'm so intrigued by where we're heading. Yeah. You all I'm, shit on me for this idea. This is a wonderful idea. I'm more intrigued by his than – I mean, mine's, I think mine's a pretty one-way street of where it's heading. With my eighth pick, I will take uh, the tag team of the Thrill Kill Cult. Which would be uh, I don't know, Diablo, Macabre, and Midnight. Allegedly, yes. Yes. Midnight with, Midnight with two Ds. To show you how prestigious those tag titles were, the Thrill Kill Cult were the tag champions. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my own thrown together tag team here uh, because I, I was hoping to get a work rate, at least one work rate match out of the Haas brothers. Uh, but instead, I am going to draft the the thrown together tag team of Loki and John Cronus. What? Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Let me go back to Wade. Uh, I'm done. Okay. I mean, I, I have so many guys, even though it's it's not that a lot of picks. So. All right, DJ, it's, um, you can make a run here then. Okay, well, strap in, everybody. Uh, <laughs> with my ninth pick, I am going to take John Dahmer. With my tenth pick, I'm going to take Justin Case. Uh, with my 11th pick, I'm going to take the giant leprechaun, Patty O'Brien. <laughs> uh, I am also then going to take Jeff Rocker at number 12. Let's see. Who's in the Thrill Kill Cult? Is, was that Gabriel Knight? No. No. Okay. All right. So my 13th, I'm going to take Z-Bar. Stop me if some of these guys are in a, a tag team that I – because who the hell knows whose tag team's in CZW. Uh, um, I will say um, I yes. made notes of some of, like, the really weird random tag teams, and yeah. Z-Bar was in a tag team with Nick Burke called the okay. Softcore Connection. Yeah, I don't want a tag team. Just as long as they weren't picked, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, at number 14, I'm going to take uh, Gabriel Knight. Uh, I'm going to take TCK at number 15. I'm going to take Nick Burke at 16. Uh, I'm going to take Hanma. At 17, uh, still wrestles in New Japan to this day. Yeah. Uh, wrestled the deathmatch style for uh, a few years. Got sick of it as all scarred, but now is oh, also broke his neck and can barely move. But he still wrestles. He's like super tan. He does a headbutt. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. At 18, I'm taking a Kentaro Kanemura. At 19, I'm taking Shadow WX. And at 20, I'm taking Abdullah Kobayashi. And uh, let's see. Hold on. I don't know who she is, but at 21, I'm taking Natasha. <laughs> Fair. Let me just count this out real quick. Yep, I'm good. I'm done. All right. Nice. <laughs> sure you don't now. want to take Big, Big Mac Smack? Oh, uh, you know what? I, uh, now that you say it, I will take Big Mac Smack. Why not? <laughs> I also don't know who Big Mac Smack is. <laughs> Does it matter? 
for what I'm doing with them all, no. Yeah, no, exactly. No. And and now for Decker's favorite segment, you are not getting books. You are not getting books. Nice. Is the gambler on the list? <laughs> not this week. But on that list would be Mercury. Up until 30 seconds ago, uh, Big Mac Smack was on the list, so now he's not. Right. We also have Lord Everett DeVore. High Street. Uh, Joe Spose is going to be very upset that nobody took Lord e- Lord Everett DeVore, but it's <laughs> what it is. Johnny Blaze, Dallas, White Lotus. This sounds more like an ICP show than it does a CCW <laughs> show. But listen, you're not that far off. Mitch Page, Mike and Todd Shane, who were the Gemini. <laughs> Fucking Bad Crew 1 and 2. They're, the Bad they're, Crew. Were the, they were the Gemini, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They were on my list, but I didn't need a tag team anymore. Well, we got big uh, match match. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out. Ryuji Yamakawa, Men's Teo, which I'm actually surprised that he did not go. Uh, on I, my list, but once the, the junior heavyweight title left, I have no real spot for him. But he had a place in my heart because he was also known as Terry Boy when he was dedicated yeah. his life to Terry Funk. Yeah, he, he was my backup plan for Reckless Youth, I'll be honest. That would have been really good. The final not-drafted um, wrestlers, Masayoshi Motegi, Fantastic with a K, Kamikaze, Daikakubo Benkai, and Shunmei Mitazaki. I'm sure oh, I forget that. Don't forget Shadow WX. No, DJ oh, took I took him. Oh, yeah. well, then never mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, my 19th pick. <laughs> I, I know he picked a lot of people there at once. They may have missed it. Yeah, I lost track after I finished in round eight, and uh, it went to, <laughs> yeah, round, he went to round twenty. Uh, twenty-one with or twenty-two with Big Mac Smack, actually. So what we'll do right now is we'll let you listen to some words from from some other podcasts. We'll be right back with you here on the A Show on CKCC Radio. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev, and then my dear friend Rick and myself. Actually, really, we're supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try. On a scale point twenty-five to five being the best, we talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with everyday people. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic, so come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non-North Sports Podcast, where the home of sports talk for everyone. 
Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Another Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash anhonorablepod. Welcome back to the second half of the Tournament of Champions Round 1 Match 2 here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt and Chris hanging out with you with The Dude uh, from the We Need Wrestling Podcast and Wings on Wings. Don't forget Wings on Wings. And his opponent, Wade Kruger of the tag team, The Stepdads. And we are still... Talking 2000 CZW. Somehow. Unfortunately. (laughs) And what we're going to do is we are now going to listen to the cards that have been prepared. And the lower draft pick, I'm sorry, the lower seed who drafted first will now present their card first. So, Wade, you are up. Can't wait. So we're here. It's 2000. Uh, We've survived uh, Y2K. Um, so let's go ahead and ruin all of it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's CZW Cage of Death time. Cage of Death has been set up to be a four-way this year. It's supposed to be Zandig first Lobo, first Wife Beater, first Sick Nick Mondo. Zandig comes out to open the show, cut a promo, hyping up the fans. All of a sudden, very obnoxious. That right to censor theme comes on. Here comes right to censor. They've heard about CZW. They're not fans for obvious reasons. Um, they can't believe they can't believe there's a wrestler named Wife Beater. Uh, they come out. They say, "How about you challenge us? We're we're here to shut CZW down, take it over, turn it into a respectable company." They challenge those four guys four on four. Cage of Death later in the night. Zandig accepts because what the hell? He's not afraid of anything. He's not a sane human. Um, right to censor. They leave. Zandig. Zandig poses. Ready to start the show. So the undercard for Cage of Death is a tag, a, a, a small tag tournament. Um, so we're opening hot. Uh, the team of Jun Kasai and Nick Gage versus the Haas brothers. Nice. Crazy match. They kill each other back and forth as no weapons because it is for the, it's for the tag titles, which the Haas brothers have at this time. So the, t- the titles are being defended each round by whoever has them. So the Haas brothers are defending the titles against Jun Kasai and Nick, Nick Gage. I want to put that over first. Jun Kasai turns on Nick Gage. They have no alliance. Uh, leaving him laid out, the Haas brothers win, not the way they want to win, but it's a way to start the show. Jun Kasai leaves Gage for dead, leaves. Gage goes to the back, obviously not pleased with uh, what's happened. Second match of the tags tournament, we have Team Big Japan, Daisuke Sakamoto and Ryuji Ito versus the Thrill Kill Cult. Uh, just like me, 
Sakamoto and Ito aren't even going to take time to learn Phil's full name. They're going to just beat them to death in about three minutes. Stacks, uh, they get stacked on top of each other. Uh, Ito hits his frog splash onto both of them. Double pin, double win. Team Big Japan over without breaking a sweat. Uh, to break up the tag tournament, we have the light heavyweight title match as Rick Blade is defending against Reckless Youth. Rick Blade has a, a penchant for uh, doing crazy shit, and he does all of it in this match to try to defend his title. Um, eventually, he's jumping off balconies. Eventually, he goes for his finisher, the edge of the blade, on the floor, which is some sort of, like, powerbomb crucifix thing. Um, Reckless Youth uh, gets out of it, reverses it into a, into a stretch plum, taps out uh, Rick Blade for the finish, Get super heat from the crowd because CZW fans are not a big fan of uh, this this crazy match ending in a submission. Reckless Youth flips off the entire crowd, leaves with the belt. Crowd not happy. As he's leaving, Nick Gage throws Jun Kasai through the back entranceway. They start brawling out from the back. Uh, ref comes out. We have an impromptu false count anywhere match with Nick Gage and Jun Kasai. Gage wants revenge. Gage will have revenge. They beat the shit out of each other with anything they could find. Chairs, uh, ladders, that sh- shitty pizza cutter a fan always brought to every goddamn <laughs> right hand of fans in, from the front row. Bats with tacks and all, anything you could think of, they use it. Gage hits a pile driver on the floor for the finish. Crowd finally happy with something that's happened today. Up next, we have the uh, tag title the tag tournament finale, which has the Haas brothers versus Ryuji Ito and Daisuke Sekimoto. Now, the the thing that everyone is here for is Charlie Haas and Sekimoto just beating the piss out of each other, which they do. This match gets a very Japanese strong style. Guys are just, it's just big old meat slapping meat in there. Charlie Haas puts Ito in the Haas of Pain. Ito is about to tap. Second moto comes in, takes out Russ, grabs uh, Charlie Haas while he's in the Haas of Pain, deadlift German suplex with a bridge for the win. Oof. So the titles are going to Big Japan. They are the new tag team champions, Second Moto and Ito. Uh, this has not been a good night for uh, CZW. Uh, then we have an intermission for the next hour and a half as they set up uh, Cage of Death. <laughs> that's a short one. Yeah, that's, it's a, they, they were very efficient today. Um, it's early on, so shit's not as crazy yet, you know. So, uh, yeah, Sandig, Sick Nick, Mondo, Lovo, and Wife Beater versus Stevie Richards, Val Venus, the Good Father, and Bull Buchanan uh, with Ivory, who is at ringside for all of this. The match is justifiably and expectedly absolutely bonkers. Val Venus hits a money shot off the top of the cage through a table on the floor. All right. Lobo is getting tossed off shit as, or, uh, Mondo is getting tossed off shit as he does. Uh, that's pretty much, he gets, at one point, Bull throws him off the top of the cage through a light tube cabin. It's, it's out of hand. It all comes down to the two men in charge, Stevie Richards and motherfucking Zandig. Stevie is busted open at this point. Zandig's been beating him, beating him with a bat covered in barbed wire. Uh, he's all sorts of bloody. Probably took a little too long. Stevie starts to crawl away, starts to try to climb out of the cage to get away from Sandig. Sandig climbs up behind him, grabs him, 
to go for a mother effing bomb off the top in, into the middle of the ring. As he grabs him, Ivory comes in the cage to stop him. Zandig jumps down. She tries to scramble away. He grabs her by the hair, holds up the bat covered with barbed wire like he's about to swing it. He asks the crowd, should he? Those bloodthirsty fucking mutants, they're all for it. As he does, Stevie Richards comes up behind, roll up with a handful of tights. One, two, three, right to censor. Win, cage of death with a roll up with a handful of tights. Crowd is losing it. They're, they're throwing shit in the cage. Right to censor, they come back out. They're, they're all in there and they're taking turns beating on Zandig. Until Wife Beater runs in with the Weed Whacker. Oh, God. He runs off right to censor, picks up Zandig, hits him with the Weed Whacker. He pulls off his Wife Beater, revealing another Wife Beater underneath <laughs> that has the right to censor logo on it. <laughs> right to censor comes back in. They lock the cage behind them, and they fend off Team CZW as they try to get back in to save Zandig. Zandig, zip-tied to the ropes, crucifix-style, like Jesus, taking the weed whacker to the back over and over from each member of Right to Censor. Oh, my God. As they do, Stevie cuts a promo about how this is now, this is no longer CZW. It is RTCZW. <laughs> <laughs> Hands, hands the microphone off to Wife Beater, who announces his new name, Wife Hugger. <laughs> Everyone hugs in the ring. Garbage is being thrown in. End of show. That's how Cage of Death goes in 2000. So, yeah, CZW not having a good night. They lost their belt, their tag belts to Japan. They lost their uh, light heavyweight title to a guy who won it with a submission and uh, right to censor is in charge. Oh, wow. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> to say the least. I think uh, I think that was about the best I could do with that. The most interesting thing I could think to do. Uh, not most interesting. Because I think about what's about to happen is going to be fucking insane. But um, I don't know. It was something. All right. So press conference time. <laughs> so are they now right to censor zone wrestling? Or yeah. right to okay, they're not right to combat zone. No, because they are censoring combat zone. Yes. Okay, is it is it still the cage of death with with it that, or is it like the cage of hurt? Well, I mean, cage of death only happens once a year, so uh, I think they're going to be out of power before that. But you'll just have to tune in next month to find out <laughs> on fake UTV. You're asking me to think way too far ahead. I barely <laughs> wanted to think this far ahead. <laughs> also, if if I know anything. If this happened in real life, CZW also didn't have a long-term plan of how to get out of this angle. <laughs> they didn't have a long-term plan how to get out of that night. Yeah. <laughs> like, check it out. For all we know, for all we know Right to Center got murdered in the parking lot later that day. <laughs> Just, they dropped the whole angle because the yeah. entire right to censor was brutally, savagely beaten. Yeah, you come back next month and Sandig is just in charge and they never mention it again. It's like it's like <laughs> sort of the Simpsons. <laughs> Tree has a horror. Yeah. 
Ooh. All right. So, uh, so Dooge. <laughs> yes. It is your turn to present your 2000 CZW card. <laughs> oh, I hear a seltzer. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, that's a, that is, this is a dragon fruit berry Dugeweiser right here. So you everybody know Wegmans hit me up. Well, that's a seltzer, man. It's delicious. I, I, I know. All right. So we're looking at CZW in 2000. We're looking at what, how's it pronounced? Sewell, sewer, Sewell, New Jersey, Sewell. <laughs> Sewell, Sewer, New Jersey, the only place that will have CZW. It's in the middle of a field, late in the summer, so the sun is beating down on everybody. The The crowd is full of guys, and they're all in cargo shorts, wife beaters, and unbuttoned short sleeve button-down shirts. Whoa, 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 you're not allowed to book wife beater. I took wife beater. <laughs> yes, they're all wearing wife beaters. Uh, you wouldn't, if wife beater was there, you wouldn't even know, because he'd look like everybody else. Um, and... Uh, the ring announcer is in, it goes into the ring to start the show. He is also wearing cargo shorts and a short sleeve button down shirt, but his is buttoned. That's how you know that he's with the show. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the crowd's not sure if I'm he's really supposed to be I'm really upset over the, the attack on guys that wear cargo shorts. I mean, they're, yes. they're really cool guys. Sure. So, uh, the crowd's not sure if this is real or if the guy should be in the ring. Uh, it's very hard to tell. Uh, the ring looks and sounds like it was built out of reclaimed wood from a barn fire. <laughs> uh, and there is a, a unique setup outside. I'm trying to set the ambiance here. So the ring is in the middle, obviously. And then there's all the fans. And behind the fans on two sides, there are rows of pickup trucks. Whether they're operational, we don't know. Uh, next to that on the one side, not completely blocking the the whole side, is a dumpster which is the most meta thing that CZW has ever done. <laughs> and on the other side of the ring is a uh, 18-wheeler, tractor-trailer. So set that up for everybody. Music hits. Can't hear it over the PA. There's announcers there, but you can't hear them either. <laughs> Guy walks into the ring, and he says, uh, here it is. This is Justin Case, everybody. Justin Case is the first guy out. And he comes out to start the show, and he says, I'm not booked tonight. I'm not here I don't have a match, but I'm here. He says, if somebody no-shows and you need a guy, I may not be the coolest, and I may not be the best. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but I'm here just in case. <laughs> I'm, calling, I'm calling gimmick infringement. This guy is a better stepdad than me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> So he leaves, the spoiler alert, he's not going to get booked tonight. And our first match comes out, and it's the uh, the Rockin' Rebel. First guy out to the ring, three-foot rat-tail mullet and all, comes out to the ring, waiting for his opponent, which happens to be the CZW Iron Man champion, Nate Hatred, with Dewey Don Donovan. Uh, they get into the ring, and Dewey Donovan grabs the microphone and announces that this is the first ever actual death match. In the history of professional wrestling. Uh, Nate Hatred grabs Rebel by the three-foot rat tail and beats the hell out of him. No messing around. All big moves. Uh, Rebel gets no offense whatsoever. Nate Hatred still bleeds. Uh, but nobody's quite sure why, and it's a gusher. Just a strong breeze. Yes. Uh, beats the shit out of him. Rebel's out, 
chokes Rebel out. Rebel's unconscious. Hatred wins. Nate Hatred drags him out behind the dumpster that's on the side of the ring. You can't see what's happening. You hear a very loud bang, and only Nate Hatred, Hatred and Dewey Donovan walk back from outside, from behind the dumpster. And that's I, the end of the first match. I was wondering how you were going to use Rock and Rebel, and I, I fully fully endorse it. I, I figure... Right. Nate Hatred can get the license and uh, the world can be better off as a whole. Wait, is Rebel dead? It's the first ever actual death match. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I, what, what, he, what was used to kill him? He was, I think this was, what... It was behind the dumpster and you don't know. You just heard a loud oh. bang <laughs> and only Nate Hatred walked back out. He grabbed his heart from his still beating chest. After that, your CZW heavyweight champion Justice Payne comes out to the ring. And as he's coming out to the ring, some guy in the crowd sets off fireworks that he brought himself. Uh, <laughs> which is a thing that used to happen at CZW shows. And uh, so Justice Payne comes out. He's going to cut a promo. And he says, uh, he's, I'm the champion of the most ultra-violent promotion on earth. Because when I walked into the back today and saw that I didn't have an opponent tonight. And nobody does that to Justice Payne. So I'm issuing an open challenge for the main event tonight in a cage of death. Anybody in the back wants to face me, you get your fucking ass out here, and I promise you that you're going to die, and I'll show you (laughs) real violence. He waits for a few minutes. Nobody comes out. The crowd, like a CZW crowd does, is yelling all kinds of very homophobic insults at everyone they possibly can, (laughs) at each other, at the ring announcer, at the referee, at everybody. And then all of a sudden... Out comes Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash walks into the ring. He gets a microphone, checks like three or four times to make sure that it's working because it's CZW and it never works. And he has a promo to cut. He says, Justice Payne, you've been out here for five minutes running your mouth. He says, ultra violence, huh? Look at the adjective, violence. (laughs) You might think I'm here to play. Well, I ain't out here to play. You ask for somebody to come out here. Well, I'm out here. Nobody else came out here. Why? Because this show's about as interesting as Paris Hilton reading excerpts from The Art of the Deal. You know, this combat zone generation, your Madman Pondos, your John Dahmers, they're either the most arrogant or the dumbest guys I've ever met. The only people dumber than these two guys are the people sitting in the seats in the middle of this stupid field. <laughs> this arena runs on one thing, ultraviolence. You thrive it. You need it. There's a culture of ultraviolence around CZW. And in the main event, there's going to be ultraviolence. I'm going to ride into town, and it's not going to be named Justice Payne. It's going to be named Kevin Nash. So go in the back. Think about how I'm going to take that title from you, and think about how I'm going to take your wife, too. See you in the main event. <laughs> Whoa. Main event is set up in a cage of death. It's Kevin Nash versus Justice Payne. After that, we have a CZW Battle Royal, which uh, seemingly is timed for some reason. Starts off with two people. 
it's just a battle royal. It doesn't make a ton of sense. The fans don't understand why it's here, but it is. We got Shadow WX. We got Abdullah Kobayashi. We got the Giant Leprechaun, Patty O'Brien. We got Jeff Rocker. We got Z-Bar. We got Gabe Knight. We got TCK. We got Big Mac Smack. And we have Natasha in this battle royal. Two guys out every couple of minutes at completely random time intervals. Another guy comes into the ring. They're just beating each other up. The rules aren't clear. We don't really know what's going on. But it's a battle royal. Pins are happening. Submissions are happening. Over-the-top rope is happening. There's a shirtless guy who has a lanyard around his neck that says he works for CZW who's dragging <laughs> the people away as they're eliminated. Seemingly, he's the only one that who knows what an elimination actually is. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, the, the giant leprechaun, Patty O'Brien, obviously he's a huge struggle because he's a larger man. I don't know how large, because I've never seen him in my life, but it says he's a giant leprechaun. I guess a giant leprechaun could be like five foot tall, right? That wouldn't, whatever. Um, that's fair. That's fair. So the last person out is Natasha, uh, and the crowd rips into her horrible, hateful things that you would never say to a woman, uh, if there were consequences involved. Uh, sort of like what people do on the internet now, but, um, just awful things. Uh, and, uh, she gets put through a table because that's what happens in CZW when a woman, tr- woman tries to wrestle, at least in two- the year 2000. Uh, and the winner is Big Mac Smack, uh, for no reason other than the fact that I like his name. Uh, <laughs> not when I was drafting him. So Big Mac Smack wins. He doesn't get anything for winning. It just, you know, he gets 10 bucks a sandwich. I don't know if they have catering at CZW. No. Okay. So the the next portion of the card is a six man tournament, uh, or a six ma- yeah six man tournament, three matches, uh, the lead to a three way dance, each with its own stipulation. Uh, the winner at, of the three way dance at the end gets to wrestle the CZW champion in the next show, whoever that may be. First up in the in the tournament is uh, Madman Pondo versus John Dahmer in a uh, no-rope-exploding barbed wire match. You all know what this looks like. There's ropes. There's some very, very suspiciously rigged uh, explosive explosive (laughs) devices mixed in the barbed wire, and they do explode when they hit them. Uh, But it's just, it's, you would not think looking around that they would know how to do this, but they do. So there's some explosions. There's some blood. Uh, John Dahmer is basically useless. Madman Pondo, uh, the pride of the Staircase Lounge in Pittston, Pennsylvania, uh, <laughs> wins the first tor- tournament match. The second tournament match is Ian Rotten versus Kentaro Kanemura, also known as Wing Kanemura, uh, the leader of Team No Respect uh, from FMW, been all over. Uh, this is a 100 light tube death match. Uh, goes exactly as you think. Uh, Ian Rotten, he gets looked at by someone in the crowd and his forehead opens up. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's sloppy. Neither of these guys are in any kind of good shape. Uh, Connemore wrestles in those cool, like, silk shirts with, like, the blue flames up them and stuff. And I don't actually mean that they're cool. Um, but he's cool. He goes over. He beats Ian Rotten. There is blood everywhere from this match. The third match in the tournament is a cactus death match. Uh, that's right. There are cactuses set up in the turnbuckles, and it is uh, Hanma versus Nick Burke. Uh, so it, the one, the biggest thing about this tournament is it does take about 20 minutes in between each match for them to reset up all the different gimmicks that are happening. So 
And, and I mean, don't forget the guy randomly trying to sweep up blood with like one of those push wrestle right. right. brooms. Exactly. It's CZW. They did not have any of this thought out. Uh, this is Hanma versus Nick Burke. And while Hanma has become a, a legend of Japanese wrestling, uh, Nick Burke wins, uh, because the cactus proves too much for Hanma. Uh, I don't know what Nick Burke's finish was, but he basically just grinds Hama's face into a cactus on the mat until he quits. Tournament's over, so the, the, the triple threat match is going to be Madman Pondo versus Kentaro Kanemura versus Nick Burke. But before that, we have a tag team match. Little breakup of the, the ghoul, the ghoul shit, if you will. We're looking at the backseat boys versus the team of Lowkey and Cronus. This is the work rate. This is why at least one-eighth of the audience is there uh, to see these guys work. The Backseat Boys come out with Dewey Donovan. Dewey Donovan is carrying his do-the-do briefcase and is wearing his do-the-do jacket. Uh, and the crowd is calling him all kinds of names that I will not repeat in 2021. The Backseat Boys' response to that is to grab their genitalia and wave it at the people in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> which is also, also what they always did. And then it just breaks down into sort of a, a yelling match back and forth of just various awful words uh, that, that you could hear on Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium <laughs> if you <laughs> happen to watch one of these shows, because this is what they did, because people were convinced that the Backseat Boys uh, were a couple. Uh, match is great, work rate, these guys are, are all good, Loki's a little questionable human being, but he's still pretty good in the ring, he doesn't talk, so you can't hear that stupid low voice that he has, <laughs> um, Cronus and Loki set up to do the total elimination, uh, but Loki is no Perry Saturn, they miss, which gives Trent Acid the advantage, he gives the Acid Bomb to Cronus, Cronus takes the pin, the Backseat Boys win, uh, and then the crowd calls them a bunch of names again, and then they fight more, and it's back and forth, you know, this and that. And then Cronus goes off to do whatever he does with Nicole Bass. <laughs> Which, if you know, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> Match number six, we're at the tournament finals, the, the triple threat, the three-way dance between Madman Pondo, uh, Kentaro Kanemura, and Nick Burke. This is a fans bring the weapons match. Now, this is an interesting match because you, you think, you know, fans are going to bring your barbed wire bats. They're going to bring your, you know, whatever, the cookie sheets, the the pizza cutter that was mentioned in the in the other show that was booked tonight, because uh, that's what they do. Oh, but yeah. the, weapons, the weapons that stand out in this match are a broken statue of Jesus that somebody found on the roadside. <laughs> wow. Uh, an old TV set, one of the big, like, square ones with, like, the curved out screen. Know what I'm talking about? Like the uh -huh. CRT TVs? Right. So, like a magnet box or a Sorny. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, and, uh, so that's, you know, somebody gets the TV over the head, the, the Jesus statue shatters, it's like, you know, made of ceramic or something. Uh, they're beating everybody up. It looks like Pondo's gonna win. He's, he's sort of the most, most experienced in this sort of thing. You know, it's Madman Pondo, he's a legend. Uh, and not only, again, in the Staircase Lounge in Pennsylvania, um, but all, but also, where's that, Hellertown, where he was dressed up as the, in the, the Coca Bunny? But anyway, Kanemura wins this match over Nick Burke by using the most deadly weapon the world of wrestling has ever seen, and it is a Ken doll with a fork for a head. Oh my god! It's a Ken doll, no head, with a fork jammed in it, taped up so it doesn't fall out. Uh, he jabs that into Nick Burke's head like they do with the, 
the skewers now where they put them in a bunch yeah. and they tap them in and they stay. Well, Conamura does that with a fork. Uh, takes the win over Nick Burke. So Wing Conamura, the leader of Team No Respect, gets the challenge at the next show that CZW runs for the World Heavyweight title. He does the Team No, no Respect dance uh, while the offspring plays in the background. Uh, I really love Conamura. You guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's fine. I, I think I remember this yes. from... Right, it's like a weird arm dance. They 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 were around. They were ECW too for like they've been around. FMW, they've been all over. But anyway, that was it. It's main event time. This is the Cage of Death. Justice Payne versus Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is out first. Walks to the ring, looks at the cage, realizes it's made of chain link fence, <laughs> really chintzy scaffolding. There's a ton of gaps in it. There's light tubes everywhere. Doesn't make a ton of sense, but he's big sexy. Doesn't matter to him. It's Kevin Nash. He's the best in the world. Even in 2000, he's better than anybody else's best. Justice Payne comes out, holding the title over his head, tries to grab the microphone to cut another promo, and it won't turn on because it's a CZW show. He's trying and trying. He keeps going back to it. He really has something to say. He can't get it out because at some point, somebody spilled beer on the wire, and there was an exposed wire running through Brett's ass. It just doesn't work. So he just says, fuck it. He runs in the ring. Him and Kevin Nash staring each other down, circling each other. You know, Nash isn't quite so sure what he got himself into. because He's big, sexy, but light tubes, you know. He, the cage isn't very tall. He's almost scraping his head on it, you know, because he's a true seven-footer. And they're staring at each other. They give each other a little shove back and forth. Looking around, looking around. They give a shove, give a shove. And they get in each other's face. They're nose-to-nose. Kevin Nash looks at Justice Payne, jabs a finger into his chest. Justin Payne, Justice Payne falls to the mat like a shit bag of bricks. Kevin Nash gets on top. One, two, three. Finger poke of doom, part two. Kevin Nash is your CZW <laughs> World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion. Justice Payne gets up. They embrace. And because the microphone isn't working, they yell out to the crowd that this, what you just saw, was history. This was the formation of the Hate Siders. <laughs> it's just as stupid as I would have hoped. Uh, the, the crowd boos ridiculously. Uh, they're throwing things, including more pizza cutters. Uh, and uh, some other guy shoots off fireworks again, because, again, that's a real thing that used to happen. Uh, and uh, that's the end of the show. Kevin Nash versus Kentaro Kanemura for the CZW World Heavyweight Championship at the next show. There's only yeah. one thing that I, I was really hoping for here okay. that I, I was a little bummed out when it didn't happen. Oh. That the tournament final was Stans Bring the Weapons. Yes. I, what I had expected was that because CZW did not announce that there was a fans bring the weapons match, that there actually were no weapons. Mm. <laughs> uh, that has happened, but um, <laughs> I am scoring points on those weapons because those are three actual weapons that the Sposto 5 brought to a BCW show. There you okay, go. A giant TV. Yep. They didn't let us bring it in, but I still have the Ken with the fork doll, for, with the fork for a head. So what you're saying... And this version of the press conference is that the Sposto Five all arrived to this <laughs> field. This was less of a card 
and more of a fever dream that you had about all your friends going to CCW on 2000. We were in existence in the year 2000. <laughs> so, just, you know, just the I'm way pulling, I look at it is pulling from what I know. CCW fans got everything they wanted. They got two Cage of Deaths in 2000. Right. And one ended with a finger poke of doom, and the other ended up with a roll-up and a handful of fights. The real reason is because, like, CZW fans were the worst. <laughs> I've been to those shows. I've been to those shows when they did a double shot with Ring of Honor, where Ring of Honor was first, and then you had to walk to, like, the ECW arena. This is, like, 2003, four, uh, and it was you were always late, and then CZW always ran late, and then they would always blame Ring of Honor. And then they, it was just awful. Oh, if I if I could have found a way to make Cage of Death end in a disqualification, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking count out. All right. So, Chris, who are you backing this week? Uh, I was not given the, the, the okay for <laughs> Wade Cruz cards. So I am de facto going to be um, – I'm going to be uh, – uh, ca- 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 campaigning for uh, the summer version of uh, uh, Cage Death. Yeah, it's only fair. I mean, do you want to get blamed by both stepdads for being the reason we lost? I mean, that's. <laughs> hey, man, you're 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 selling out your uh, compatriot there. I, I mean, it, the vote was close. It's not anymore. Uh, Matt, I'll let you go first because I went first last week. All right. So, thinking back to what we heard of. Wade Kruger's 2000 CZW card. This is a show that fits the 2000 CZW mold because it made literally nobody happy. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose. Not by accident in any way. It had the return of Stevie Richards to the ECW arena to do the most cowardly thing possible in the tournament or in the cage of death. (laughs) And it had Bull Buchanan using white tubes, and it had lots of really terrible things that they thought were really, really cool. I bet it had a lot of new metal for entrance music. <laughs> call it a guess, call it a hunch, but if you want something that's tr- true to 2000 CZW, well, really, you got it in both cases here, but... <laughs> In in my mind, every single person entered to Headstrong by Trapped. Everyone on the whole card, including Right to Censor, just with the siren blaring over it. <laughs> so, uh, so vote for Wade because uh, RTCZW is taking over the world. Thank you. What do you All got, right. Decker? All right. Listen, I'm going to pull the microphone around close. For all those that lived through the terribleness of 2018, we get to kill Rock and Rebel and throw them in a dumpster. Along with that, you got the Hate Siders. <laughs> you got, you got a, a, a giant Sorny uh, 44-inch television getting thrown in at Nick Burke. You get yourself uh, a great uh, Battle Royal. One by Big Mac Smack. What more do you want in CZW than to go to Sewell, New Jersey in the hot, hot sun and uh, be treated to Cage of, Ma- uh, Cage of Death, the summer, the, the summer version, the summer fest. There's nothing you could do. 
it's it's going to be we're going to get figure poke doom part 2 we're going to get an 18 wheeler on the back of a field folks i think we shouldn't bury the lead by saying rocket rebel's dead we're going to kill him <laughs> so vote for Duge's card killed uh, by by deathmatch legend Nate Hatred yeah <laughs> And possibly also by Dewey Donovan. We don't know what happened behind the dumpster. Right. To the murder, yes. If anybody's ever seen Dumb and Dumber where he pulls the guy's heart out of his chest and puts it in a doggy bag, we don't know that that didn't happen, but we can only hope. Right. You don't know what happened. That's part of it. You don't and, know what happened. And to everyone voting, look at it this way. If you hate CZW and its fans, you can't go wrong choosing either of these cards. <laughs> Because both of them guaranteed to send everyone home unhappy. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know that anybody's ever been unhappy looking at Kevin Nash, but to each his own. I mean, you said that they were throwing shit in the ring. They were. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, the fa- the, the hypothetical fans were right. not happy. I was thrilled. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> a, a couple notes here. Uh Regarding Duges, for one, I did like how the entire crowd just went on with their day like nothing happened after Rocket Rebel was legitimately killed behind a dumpster. Yes, because <laughs> because one, they're CZW fans who are already so detached from reality, uh, and two, because Rocket Rebel sucks. Yeah, and some of them probably couldn't even see what was happening and didn't even know it happened. It could just be a gimmick. You don't know. Another problem with indie shows of their era. Things happen, and you just go, well, I guess I'm not seeing that part of the show. Right. <laughs> the, the problem with this is this is in a field, and there's only, like, 30 chairs, and the dumpster's only 10 feet away, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that they killed Rock and Rebel, and they were able to get rid of the stink that would have been of this decrepit corpse. So something must have happened to this corpse. I mean, and, it was kind uh, of dumpster. Yeah, it was presumably that CZW fans had been using, so you know it was not going to smell good right. already. There's going to be CZW fans listening to this, and they're like, you know what? This is this is a really uncalled for, unfair stereotype, guys. Come on now. No, they would love it. CZW fans from the year 2000 would love an actual murder. <laughs> they were ravenous. I was just glad I got to shout out the shitty pizza cutter because, <laughs> and this is a true story. I was at a show one time. Um, it was a Chikara show at the. Uh, arena and the, these fans it was king of trios and these fans had like flown in from minnesota and they were like we've watched so many shows at this building that they were treating every fan who was there as if they were like celebrities and i was hanging out with them for like the, the couple days that they were there and i swear to god they walked into the arena and they were like oh my god it's the shit it's a guy with the shitty pizza cutter i can't believe he's really here <laughs> Like oh. him and uh, the the old guy with the dick nose mask, they were thrilled about. I also like the idea that they took at least two hours to set up Cage of Death just for the match to last under ninety seconds. Yes, okay. that is absolutely something CZW would have done in two thousand. Yes, it's true. I gave the fans too much actual good wrestling <laughs> before I fucked them over. That was my uh, uh, my downfall. I will tell you just, uh, my heart, my heart of hearts was set on, uh, getting Zandig, uh, and I do have a Zandig promo, which I repurposed to be the Justice Pain promo. It's basically the same promo with just more Jesus and Ugh! in it, uh, cause that's what Zandig always did. Um, but, uh, at the end of the show, it was gonna be the same ending, but Nash and 
Zandig were going to form the CZWO, the Combat Zone <laughs> World Order. So <laughs> we're in a well, similar similar place. Yes, it's it's it all it all ends up like CZW does. It all ends up in the same general place at the end, right? Which is nowhere anybody wants to be. Yeah, which is a meandering path to mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's that's shooting high there. Um, right. Yeah. So now that you've heard these two cards with air quotes, um, you can go to at the A show on CKCC and vote for who you feel should advance to the semifinals to face the winner of our matchup in two weeks between. Chris O'Malley and George Gatton, who will be drafting 1985 WWF, which means next week will be 1993 ECW with Adam Van from At Odds With Wrestling against Jason Diagostino from the Another Sports Podcast. That's going to be fun doing ECW. Yes, it will. Should we warn Rock and Rebel next week about <laughs> the fate that will befall him in seven years? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have some stuff to plug. We'll let because um, Dooch has the new show, which is the old show, yes. but it's a new show uh, to plug. So DJ, go ahead. All right. So uh, yeah. So I just switched everything over today. So uh, I now am the co-host of the We Need Wrestling podcast at We Need Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, we were the, formerly the Wednesday Night War podcast, but that's over. Uh, NXT, uh, tucked their tail and ran away to Tuesdays. So there's no point in talking about them if they're head to head or if they're not head to head. Uh, so we did that for 101 episodes, uh, basically since NXT was announced on a Wednesday, uh, straight through and, uh, all the pay-per-views, all that sort of stuff. And that's over. So now we're talking about whatever the hell we want. Uh, so we're still going to talk about what we watch every week. Uh, I'm going to talk about some news and then we, uh, we're going to have a sort of a revolving main event of, uh, stuff we want to watch that we'll put out a little mini playlist for watch list for everyone to watch. And then that's what we'll talk about in the next episode. So the first, first week we're doing, which will be out, uh, like Thursday and a Friday, usually like 1 a.m. Fridays. Uh, we're doing the top three matches of Big Van Vader. Uh, we're taking, we're taking the three matches from cagematch.net when, cause they're star ratings. You can organize them by rating, taking the top three matches of Vader. We're watching them. And then on the show, we're not going to watch them on the show. We're watching them independently. We're going to get on the show. Brett and I, my co-host Brett are going to discuss each match and then give our own personal rankings of the one, two, and three to see if is, is cage match is wrestling fandom as a whole. Correct. Uh, so those are up. I did tweet out the playlist, uh, on Twitter again at, uh, we need wrestling, uh, we need wrestling at gmail.com. If you want to message the show, you can message me privately. If you need some of the matches, um, it is Vader versus Nobuhika Takada from UWFI. It is Vader versus Keji Muto from 1991, which is like a only, I can only find it in a fan cam, which is really cool. And the third match is Vader versus Flair from Starcade 93. Oh, I fucking love can, that flare can, match. Can you just for me also watch and talk about uh, Vader's White Castle of Pain? 
So, so we, we will be also, we'll be putting up a poll. Uh, this week was a little weird because I just switched everything over, but there will be a poll of which one did you think was better, and then a fourth option for you to respond and say, this is what I think is Vader's best match. I mean, um, I don't think it's the best. I just, those, those old <laughs> WCW, like, right. movies were, like, some of the funniest things I've ever seen in the world. Yeah, hilarious. Um, but so, so it's going to be different people all the time and it might not, it won't always be the top three if we're watching a pay-per-view or something. But anyway, I've talked enough about that at we need wrestling, we need wrestling.com to find the show. We're on Spotify and Apple and wherever else. I was working through that today too. I am also one of the four co-hosts of Wings on Wings podcast. We talked about that a bunch in the beginning. Underscore Wings on Wings on Twitter. Underscore Wings on Wings on Instagram. Uh, we watch the 90 show Wings and we eat chicken wings while we talk about it on a podcast form. Uh, sometimes the sauces are very hot and it kills us. Sometimes the sauces are just bad and it also kills us. Uh, <laughs> but that is, uh, that's a fun show. That's out every Tuesday morning. Uh, this week I do in fact know the difference between AM and PM, so it should be dropping, uh, Tuesday morning at like 9 AM. What's that? And, and based on when this episode will air, that oh, first right. episode of We Need Wrestling is now available. Yes. On the soon to be named network, so go listen to it. And the poll is also up. So yes, the, I have no idea. Since we're recording this before I've even recorded the first episode of We Need Wrestling, I don't know what the second week will be. But check the check the Twitter for the the, the watch list. We make sure all the matches are going to be available pretty easily for everyone. YouTube, Daily Motion, uh, IWTV, and uh, Peacock for the WWE Network. And if you're not familiar with the Wednesday Night War podcast, uh, the official, unofficial home of Wegman Seltzer. Yes, delicious seltzer. I'm carrying that over to every podcast I do, which is <laughs> none other than this one in my own. So, um, you, you'll know that Dude and Brett have a have a real good thing going over there, and they are a fun listen. I always enjoyed the Wednesday Night Wars uh, podcast listening on Friday mornings while I work. That and at odds is my. Uh, Friday morning listening. Yeah. So, if you've sure. been around us for more than thirty seconds, you know all we do is talk wrestling anyway. So, it's just natural. <laughs> it, it, it's very true. It's very, very, very true. Uh, now it's just going to be a lot less having to watch the Young Bucks and a lot oh. more talking about what you want to talk about. I'll never watch another Young Bucks match again. Congratulations! That, Thank you. That's Thank a big you. accomplishment. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Wade, you just wrestled this weekend. That, great segue. Uh, <laughs> really just got right to the point there. It was very smooth, you know, just went right from uh, talking. Yeah, just like the, you know, from the Young Bucks to the Stepdads. We're in the same category. It's uh, of tag teams that exist. Yeah, wrestled this past weekend. It was nice to get back in the ring. Had a nice, uh, like, 10-minute match where I was in it for way, way too much for my first match. But I don't feel like I got hit by a truck anymore, which is a plus. Um Got dropped on my head. It was a good time. It was up in uh, Connecticut at Tests of Strength Wrestling, run by a guy who would have been around in this era of 2000s, early 2000s wrestling, uh, Slick Wagner Brown. Um, oh, I, I know Slick Wagner Brown. Yeah, he's the uh, the head trainer. It's, uh, I think, him and Jay Freddy are the trainers up there, and maybe Bobby Ocean also. So, good time. Uh, outdoor show. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back soon. Wrestling this coming weekend it will have already happened by the time you hear this but uh wrestling at uwa elite so if you're listening to this now we had a great match as we always do five-star classic go check it out uh unless we don't post it in which case it wasn't <laughs> as good as i thought it would be right now 
<laughs> you can follow, you can check out the stepdads at uh, stepdads wrestling on pretty much every social media or uh, stepdads wrestle on Twitter. Um, as Radley always likes to point out, one word at stepdads wrestling, one word. If you do two words, you get weird. Like, I mean, if you really want to go to X videos, you could just get there on your own. I don't need to help you. Uh, <laughs> you get weird stuff. So don't do it without the spaces. Or do. I don't, I'm not going to judge you. It's not 2000 CVW, so uh, yeah. do, do what you want. Or you could follow me. I'm at uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Wade Kruger one Kruger like Freddy Kruger uh, with the K-R-U-E-G-E-R. Uh, no one can get that right, so uh, good luck. You will be better. You will be doing it better than half of the promoters out there who like to not spell it correctly. <laughs> uh, yeah, check me out on all those. Um, I don't post as much about wrestling on those as I do as we do on the uh, stepdad stuff. But if you want to talk, if you want to watch me get mad about devil's hockey or uh, I don't know, reach, just reach out and talk, I'll probably respond most of the time. So say hi. If you want to find if you want to find good stepdads wrestling, go to YouTube. You can actually type in stepdads wrestling. You can find like uh, real good stuff with uh, stepdads to check it out. <laughs> probably even matches where Wade went through a table and Decker just left him there. Yeah, if you want to watch uh, the host, of the, one of the hosts of this podcast, Leave Me for Dead on the outside of the ring, uh, you could check out uh, Stepdads versus Kings of Mustachery from True. I believe it's up there somewhere. Oh, that's on uh, that's on uh, independentwrestling.tv. If you go check it out, make sure you watch at the end where you'll see uh, I get put through a table and uh, the match after mine starts to happen and uh, I've just left it ringside for dead. I assume uh, there was a dumpster that I could throw you behind. Yeah, well, and, unlike <laughs> Rock and Rebel, I am still alive in both real and fictional universes. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and unlike Rock Rock and Rebel, I can hold a grudge because I also I'm still alive. That's fair. <laughs> unlike Rock and Rebel, who cares? Because uh, he's dead. I will not uh, be showing up at your place of where you live and uh, making more of this than that. Because I'm don't show up my house, please. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm far too lazy to commit actual murder. Was uh was the show that Matt said we were at was that the one with Ultimo on it? This is the yeah. same show, yeah. Yeah, it's the same show. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right, I remember that with Hoovy and Ultimo and Sonny Ono making really inappropriate comments about the uh, women managers. Yeah, I mean, if if you want an accurate representation of what happened, you'll see the match ends. I'm laying in a table, disappointed. Chris Decker comes out and says, "Hey, can you move? We have to get this table out of here." <laughs> <laughs> and then leaves with the table. I have to do my job, man. It's like all old cartoons where like the clowns come out with like the stretcher and then take like a broken chair or like a car and leave the, the, the actual human being on the ground dead. M- meanwhile, Hoovy and Sonny Ono are actively walking to the ring. <laughs> yeah, I crawled past them on the way back. <laughs> It was it was why it was how I always dreamed of meeting Juventud Guerrera when in in fifth grade Spanish class I chose the name Juventud as my Spanish name. I had always hoped that one day, years later, I would crawl past him as he entered and he would ignore me and wonder why I was there. <laughs> so you could blame Johnny Stance for putting you through a table though. You never blame you never blame him. Uh yeah. I mean, I kind of put myself through the table. I, bl- I blame him more for taking off the supports on the table that would have kept me from falling through it. Uh, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. 
I bought some uh, I bought some nasty boys action figures at that show from some some guys at their gimmick table. Was it like the fake LJNs? Because I have those too. Yeah, like the the WCW, like the uh, yeah whatever they were. Were they San? No, I don't. No, they weren't San Francisco, and they weren't the Galoobs. I don't know. They're like the bigger ones, but yeah. Are the so, ones where like the arms are just up and you can't pose them? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I have those somewhere in my house. Yeah, so uh, some guys who workers on the show had had it at their gimmick table, and I was like, I'm buying those nasty boy figures. <laughs> it was probably Tommy. It was probably Tommy Boy Floyd who had the I, most random gimmick table of all time. I was just gonna say it was probably Tommy. I think, it was, a, I think it was a tag team. I think it was two two guys, but I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I, I definitely remember. My, my night was very different because I was in the ring with Ultimo Dragon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and then also Orange Cassidy against Clay Drasher, which yes. was a lot of fun. The crowd didn't think so. I did. No, they they didn't get it. Crowd didn't get it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I got it, and I was trying not to laugh at everything Orange Cassidy was doing. Yeah, it was I, great. I somehow succeeded. I'm not sure how. You can see that on independentwrestling.tv. Use the code word DRAFT. So other shows on CKCC Radio can now be found on the brand new CKCCRadio.com. Instead of me naming all the shows, you can just go there and see what they all are, because I always forget half of them anyway. That's a much better system. Um, Also, Dooge is here representing the soon-to-be-named network. There's a lot of soon-to-be-named network representation in this tournament. Yes. You can hear Add-Ons with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, um, Final Wrestling Place, which last week's episode with the Bad Place WrestleMania card was a lot of fun. And also, there are other shows that I cannot remember. Uh, Porch Talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The greatest greatest podcast ever recorded, Porch Talk. Yeah. Easiest podcast to listen to in the world. Also, outside of those networks, you can hear Irish Kev and Rick with the Hooligans of Hops. You can hear uh, Jason D'Agostino and uh, David with the Not Another Sports Podcast. Jason's here next week with the third episode of the Tournament of Champions. You can check out the Brain Wreck podcast that is on YouTube featuring Kevin the Man Graham and Jason Axe. Decker, did I forget anything? No, not not to my knowledge. I think we I think we covered everything. And if uh, if any of these people who have podcasts would like me to come on and talk about things that include wrestling or not wrestling, you know, hit me up. <laughs> if anyone wants to talk about Disney or hockey or Boy Meets World, Boy Meets uh, World, while eating a burger, burgers or, Boy Meets uh, World. Yeah, prefer like I preferably not wrestling. <laughs> I think I talk <laughs> about wrestling far too much as it is. I think uh, we had a hell of a we had a hell of a conversation about Disney at that Denny's that one time. Well, yeah, because you said Bolt wasn't a good Disney movie. It's and still you, not a good Disney and movie. You're you're so fucking wrong. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as somebody with kids that watches that, that is poor representation. For I didn't podcast. say it was great. I just said it was good. Well, we we both decided Chicken Little was bad. Uh, Disney decided Chicken Little was bad when they made it a garbage did you, movie. Do you see Raya? I have not seen Raya yet. Raya's fantastic. I, I can't justify paying thirty dollars for a movie I could watch for free in a few months. Oh. But I also don't have kids, so like there's there, yeah. Wait wait wait, wait 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 wait. I thought I thought you had good. stepchildren. Uh, not in this promo. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say as I'm sitting in a in a room surrounded by like Funko Pops and 
stuffed Mickey Mouses that are all mine. But yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I think that's enough. <laughs> um, hey man, Raya and Soul is really good. I'll take your word for it for now. Did not see Soul yet, but we did watch Raya oh. and it was really good. Soul's great. It's heavy. Yeah, Soul is pretty good. Every, you, I give you say, every Pixar movie is heavy. Avery watched it at my mom's house. Oh, no, wait, that was Coco that she watched and she didn't like. Not, not Soul. That hurts my heart. Uh, Coco took me a couple watches, and then the last time I watched, like, the third time I watched it, I legitimately cried. Uh, I, I watched Coco every single time, and I wept like a fucking, like a, like a newborn. Keep in mind, yeah. Avery's also seven, and you guys yeah. are not. <laughs> there are things that hit harder than, like, for adults in Pixar movies than kids. Yeah. For sure. Like, a- Ashley cannot watch, oh, which one is it? With, with Bing Bong. Oh, oh Inside Out. She cannot watch Inside Out because Bing Bong, um, sacrificing himself, gets her every time. The that's- musician stuff in Coco is what fucking, ugh, that's like a, that that hits in different ways. However... They all this hit harder not... than any CZW show has ever hit. <laughs> <laughs> Except if you're Rock and Rebel. So until next week, <laughs> Dooge and uh, Wade, thank you so much for joining us here on the show tonight. We'll see one of you in about a month. Thanks for having me. If I don't win, uh, I will hold all of you personally responsible. And if I if I do win, I will hold all of you personally responsible. <laughs> The hate signers, guys. Vote right. for it. Right, until next week, uh, my name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we will see you.